Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Highly Meditated. I'm your host, Danny, and today I'm doing my first solo episode, which is super fun. I took a couple of weeks off from releasing episodes to kind of reshape what I want to do, and I know that I've talked about the seven chakras, or at least mentioned them in previous episodes, and came to the realization that maybe everybody doesn't know what they are, or they want a little bit more detail on them, and maybe you do know about them or you've heard them mentioned in your yoga class and you're curious to learn more. So that's what I want to talk about today. A short description of what the seven chakras are is that they're the seven energy centers in our body and they're located from our tailbones all the way up to the crown of our heads. And the study of them originates from Eastern culture, especially in yogic traditions, which is why maybe you've heard them referenced from your yoga instructor in the past. And I first got introduced to the chakras through a book by Carolyn Miss called Anatomy of the Spirit. And so if what I talk about in this podcast interests you and you want to know more, I highly recommend that book as a starting point. I mean, there's tons of books on the seven chakras, but this one is really what piqued my interest in them, I guess, and how important they are in healing journeys. So check it out if you want. And each of the seven chakras holds a specific energetic color. And so they're the seven main colors of the rainbow. And they go up in that order in like Roy G. Biv, you know, red, orange, yellow, green, whatever, whatever, whatever. And each chakra holds emotional, physical, and spiritual energy. And therefore, they offer kind of like an internal compass, I think, to the mind, body, and soul. And for me, I know that they, it was like once I got to know them, I felt like I I had a set of keys to my, myself. Like I had a set of keys that I could use to unlock what I needed to heal uh, in my body and in my journey and in my mind, body, and spirit. So they hold energy in them from past experiences or trauma, which can ma- manifest into physical illness if they remain out of balance. And so what I mean by imbalance means like they're healthy and the energy is able to come in and flow out in a healthy way and out of balance or blocked means that there is negative emotional psychological or physical energy that gets stuck there and something is stopping it something needs to be healed so that it can continue to flow and we balance our chakras by becoming aware of our emotions and establishing healthy emotional and physical states of being so and so When I learned how to feel and sit in my emotions and let them process slowly and flow all the way through me instead of blocking them or preventing emotion being felt, um, I could sense where they were in my body and what chakra that emotion or experience was related to and it became a game changer in my healing process. And I could decode how my past traumas or beliefs were holding back my energy and getting stuck and needed to be cleared out so that I could remove old patterns. We all have dominant chakras that directly correlate with our gifts that are to be used for a higher good and lead us through our life's purpose. 
And I've also found that a person's dominant chakra will often show up as the color of that person's aura. And auras are the the energy field that surrounds people. They, it's, they change. It's like a moment-by-moment thing based on what you're feeling or thinking or experiencing. But I think most people have a dominant aura color or like an aura color that they kind of default back to. And it's really kind of embodies who they are as a person. But so... Yeah, that's the gist of it. Um, Also, when I talk about, like, the emotions that live here, these are emotions that you should balance or um, process in order to get that chakra in balance. But there's other sorts of, you know, healing methods for the chakras. Like, you can um, eat certain foods or do certain yoga poses or anything like that to help strengthen your chakras but I think that healing the emotional and mental states is really what's key to getting your chakras aligned and imbalanced so that energy can flow through so yeah I think we'll start with the root chakra which is located at the base of your spine or at your tailbone and its color is red So think of it as the foundation of your energy centers because it represents our first and most basic needs when we come into the world. Uh, That's why it's the first chakra, right? So it represents our basic needs for survival as well as family care. If it's out of balance, it can manifest into anxiety, depression, and codependence. And the fears that live here include abandonment, or lack of bonding with your family. And so a strong root chakra would represent our sense of loyalty, honor, and strength. And if you have a strong root chakra, you have a really good sense of safety. So people that I know with red auras, which would indicate they have a strong root chakra, are very loyal but independent people. And they can, they're really strong, but they can be considered like fiery or passionate or intense at times when it was time for me to start doing my own trauma healing work I kept seeing the color of red in my meditations after like or after shavasana and yoga I would uh I would just see like bright red dots everywhere and shortly after I began seeing red I realized that I actually had PTSD and I needed to start working on rewiring those old patterns that were caused from that traumatic experience that was giving me PTSD and it's really interesting because PTSD can be like I mean you don't we often think of it as somebody who you know survived a war or something like insanely traumatic but it can honestly come from not having your needs met in childhood so um, Courtney Armstrong is somebody who she has like books and and courses and podcasts and information on PTSD and it can relate to like you know people who experience it in their everyday life but don't even know it necessarily because it's not like they've never been diagnosed with PTSD because they never what anybody would consider like a hugely traumatic experience if that makes sense but anyway so that was a little bit of a tangent but so yeah root chakra red and basic survival needs. The second chakra is called 
your sacral chakra and it's located in the abdomen up to the navel and its color is orange and the organs involved with this chakra include your sexual organs so ovaries testes you name it and it also includes the large intestine and hip area and then the bladder or urinary tract as well and the second chakra the sacral chakra is strongly related to control over relationships sex and money so you know finally they admit sex and money can be related you know it's about time this chakra enables us to create our personal identity and establish boundaries in our relationships with other people and our creative power and inspiration live here people that i know with orange auras or strong sacral chakras um are typically like really outgoing people that could be considered adrenaline junkies almost or kind of freedom seekers i guess and so the fears that live in this chakra are the loss of control and loss of power and addiction also lives in this chakra and so when your when your sacral chakra is in balance you will have the ability to take risks comfortably and work creatively as well as use the power within you to reestablish your life and take control so all the chakras are are key but in my opinion because it relates to our sexual organs and control it's one that can easily um be thrown out of balance or be hard to get back in balance if you have issues with it so and then moving on up the third chakra is the solar plexus chakra and it's located in the core of our bodies its energetic color is yellow and so this the organs include the stomach pancreas liver and gallbladder And so this one is related to self-responsibility, self-esteem, fear of rejection, and response versus reaction to others. So the fears that live here are self-doubting tendencies and the need to be physically attractive. And in this book by Carolyn Miss, she talks about how nobody is actually born with self-esteem and it's it's a developed strength. You'll notice that as we go through the chakras, like the first chakra, the root chakra is, it represents your basic needs for survival. And then next you have the one that represents control. And then the next one represents self-responsibility, self-esteem, happiness. And so it's kind of, if you look at them from a big picture view, you're kind of going from the bottom, like the beginning of your life to the top. And that'll make a little bit more sense once we get up to the top chakras. Uh, but keep this in mind as we go through. It's really interesting, but getting sunshine can actually help you strengthen this chakra. And I mean, it makes a lot of sense because you it's we kind of relate sunshine to joy. And this is where joy can live in this chakra. So sunshine can actually help you heal this chakra. And yellow aura people I know are typically really joyful and have a healthy amount of confidence in everything (laughs) like like they have a healthy amount of confidence in both themselves and other people and situations if that makes sense so and this energy center also makes me think of the mind gut connection 
and how the state of your gut health or your microbiome is shown to be related to your mental health. I just think that's so important because now they're finally coming out with scientific studies that there is a true correlation between your gut and your mind. And yeah, they're, they're totally linked. So uh, this, this chakra also explains to me why someone can be like feeling really low or depressed when they're hungover because your liver is not recovered. You know, like you, it takes some time for your liver to come back to life after you've been drinking or you know eating poorly or both for a long time so yeah that's uh chakra number three and then above the solar plexus chakra is the heart chakra Uh, it's obviously located at the heart the lungs your circulatory system ribs chest and shoulders and its color is green and the, the primary takeaway of the heart chakra is that it holds our ability to let go of emotional pain, which makes it a very, very critical chakra. And so the fears that live here would be like loneliness or commitment or fear of emotional weakness or betrayal. The strengths that live here include love and compassion, a strong healing ability, and trust and hope. So, I mean, think of how your chest can actually physically hurt during heartbreak or grief. I mean, I know I've definitely felt that, but that's because your energy center is out of balance. Like, you've got to process a lot of that before you can get it back into balance, and it takes some time. It can take a really long time, actually. So, but people who have green auras or they have strong heart chakras, I think, tend to be very welcoming, and they have, like, a like a really inviting energy about them that's very healing, And then people with pink auras actually also operate out of their heart. So these kinds of people work to create harmony. Okay, so the fifth chakra is the throat chakra. And it's located at the throat, and obviously, (laughs) and is blue in color. And its organs can include your mouth, jaw, and esophagus. This chakra holds the power of choices that we make and communicate, and it's very much related to our ability to speak and live in our own personal truths. You know, imbalances could be caused from making choices that are out of fear rather than uh, love or truth. And so, blue auras are typically like honest and truthful people who have a soothing presence and a knack for communication. So, moving right along, we're finally at the third eye chakra the sixth chakra. This is one of my favorites. I know I'm a little bit biased. Your third eye chakra is what allows you to have a sixth sense. I think we've all heard that phrase before. So it's located in the center of your forehead and its color is indigo. The organs related to it are the mind or the brain, your eyes, ears, and nose. And this chakra holds all of our intuition or inner knowing that leads us to wisdom. So the fears that live here would include fear of looking within yourself or you know trusting your inner knowing for answers and it's the strengths that live here include strong intellectual abilities evaluation of uh your thoughts or like both your conscious and your unconscious thoughts and intuitive knowing all psychics and mediums have a highly developed third eye whether that was something that they worked to attain in this lifetime or if it was 
a natural born gift. I mean, like, for example, mine was definitely a natural born gift because I have these like deep inner knowings and knowledge of like energy and people that I've had my whole life. And I remember telling my parents when I was like six years old that I was psychic and they didn't believe me, but you know, so I was born with it and a lot of mediums, so people who bring in spirit to communicate um, deceased loved ones with with humans on earth, uh, mediums tend to see like ghosts or spirits as kids and then they, they kind of grow up a little bit and that sense goes away for them and then it comes back and they realize like, oh my gosh, I'm a medium, you know, like I haven't been making all of this up. So my imaginary friend when I was a kid, like I didn't make them up. All of the psychic senses live in this part of us. So the psychic senses are, there's four different kinds that I'm going to mention. And so one of them is called clear audience, which is psychic hearing or to be able to hear spirits and voices. And so like I've had instances of clear audience where I could verbally hear my dad in my ear, even though he's deceased, I'll get messages from like God or the highest version of myself. It's hard to describe, but it's like, it can really just be a kind of a quiet voice that you hear. Um, or it's something that you would have never thought of at that moment in time. Like, for example, one day I was laying in bed and I was feeling kind of sick, honestly. And it was a Saturday afternoon and I was just trying to relax to feel a little bit better and maybe fall asleep. And I heard a voice that said, you, st- you need to stop eating meat. And I was like, oh my gosh, what? Like, I don't want to stop eating meat. I didn't think that. I would have never thought that. And then later on, I realized that it was my spirit telling me that I needed to stop eating meat. And that's something that I know I should have listened to probably immediately or at least tried out for a period of time, which I did. I tried it out for like three weeks. Um, but I don't know. I'm still kind of working towards that because I do feel like it's, um, it helps you develop your intuitive abilities if you don't eat meat because as you digest meat, it pulls your energy from your, your crown chakra and your third eye chakra down into your body and therefore it's hard to get your energy back up so that you can develop those intuitive abilities. Anyways, that's just an example of one time when my clear audience kicked in. So clairvoyance is psychic seeing and that's what allows psychics to actually have a vision of the past or the future. It's like what they would see in their mind's eye. And I guess that's what most people probably think of when they think of psychics. Like people who are clairvoyant, they get visions. But there's all sorts of of psychic senses. And so a third psychic sense is clear sentence, which is um, feeling or sensation. And then clear cognizance, which is a feeling of just knowing. It's almost like an internal, like, I know this with every sense of my body sort of thing. So yeah, those are the different kind of clairs that can all be developed as you develop your third eye. And I also want to mention that all people have the ability to be psychic and it just depends on how developed your third eye is. It's, it's definitely a, um, a fun chakra. 
And last but not least, we have the crown chakra, which is located at the top and center of your skull. When I'm meditating on my crown chakra, it's I can almost feel like a, a two-inch strip, like vibrating almost on the top of my head. And it's white or violet in color. My third eye chakra is a favorite, but this one is probably my true favorite, favorite chakra. Um, it's what connects us to God and the universe and angels and our spirit guides so it's a very spiritual chakra it relates to devotion inspiration and as i mentioned connection with god or mystical experience and so it contains the purest form of energy and intuition beyond anything that we could know on earth without god so the fears that can block this chakra include confusion of relationship with god or loss of connection to the people around us, as well as anger towards God. And when it's imbalanced, there's a strong divine healing ability and inner guidance system, as well as guidance from God and the highest version of ourselves. And actually through my crown chakra, I've been able to travel to like what I call is some form of a light space. And here I was able to connect with my my dad for the first time about a month after his passing. The experience honestly caused the beginning of my spiritual awakening and it's changed my life in ways that I didn't know and I feel so connected to him and God and I feel just divinely guided more than I ever have in my life. So it's definitely a game changer if you can figure out how to develop it and heal it. Um, I highly recommend. So, whoo, kind of out of breath right now. Crap. That was a lot in not that long of time, I think. So I would love for you guys to send me any questions that you have on anything I didn't cover. Let me know if you if you want a more in-depth episode maybe that gives you a little bit of background on like examples of what you can really do to get your chakras in balance or keep them in check. Um, I will say that there's a lot of apps out there and meditations out there that focus on the different chakras of the body and can really help you develop them or get them in balance again. I use Insight Timer, which is a meditation app that you can use to just listen to, you know, nature sounds like water running or birds chirping and stuff like that for a set amount of time if you want to do, you know, a meditation that isn't guided. But then they also have tons and tons of guided meditations from from teachers. And yeah, I highly recommend looking into that if you're trying to develop your chakras through meditation so as always thank you for listening and you can reach me at highly meditated podcast at gmail.com or via instagram 